Welcome, and thank you for joining us on the Sandy Pars Podcast, your source for in-depth discussions about the world of golf for the amateur golfer. We're your hosts, Renny Duran and Ryan Munoz. On this episode, we recap the men's Olympic results, preview the women's, and check in on Ryder Cup and Solheim Cup standings. Stay tuned after the break. Welcome back to the Sandy Pars Golf Podcast. We're excited to be back after a week off talking Olympic and international golf. I'm your host, Renny Duran, joined by my co-host, Ryan Munoz. Yes, sir. Back in action. Let's get into it. Episode 37 here. I can't believe it's already been 37 episodes. Um, it seems like they've just been flying by. It's been a great week in golf in terms of some things that you don't really get to see you know, too often. Uh, some Olympic golf. Um, we're getting ready for the women here, but I think we should touch on you know the excitement that happened this last week with the men. Yeah, sounds great. Uh, um, to me, this seemed a lot more exciting than I can remember Rio being. Yeah. Um, in fact, I don't really. Re- I remember watching a lot more of the ladies during Rio, which again I, I watched a little more ladies golf, anyways. But right. I don't really recall. Watching any, I remember watching like Ricky out there, but I don't remember like any of the final round. Um, I, I remember Ricky and Heinrich more than I do Justin Rose. Yeah, um, yeah. And Ricky didn't even medal. Matt Kuchar medaled for right, us, right? Exactly. Uh, so <laughs> it's uh, in just a general sense, I thought it was great. I thought it, it, it was, I thought it was very entertaining. I think it, 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 if only it could come on a touch earlier for the west coast it'd be perfect so, yeah but you i know mean, but er, those those first couple rounds yeah. or the first two rounds where they started them out you know right at, i guess they all started right at the same time but uh it was great to have it on like friday night saturday, saturday night. night yeah yep. um, sunday night was tough but uh that was really fun i thought it was pretty much in prime time for the west coast folks you know mm-hmm. we, got, we got some you know got to dinner come back and these guys are just now teeing off it's yes. been great um yeah, I agree. I thought it was awesome. Uh, I think the one thing that I really enjoyed throughout the week and uh, you know immediately following was hearing the players' reactions to playing in the Olympics. Um, you had Rory's comments kind of going into the Olympics, you know, saying that it, he found it kind of hard to get like excited for it, and even he changed his tune. Yeah, I think it's a huge plus for the Olympics moving forward, uh, having these guys, and especially guys like Rory and JT. Um, I even heard this on on uh, PGA Radio. They were saying kind of a similar thing. They're like, you know, Paul Casey's a great dude, not quite a mo- needle mover as much as Rory and, and JT. I, um, I, I'm glad that you brought that up because. I fucking love Paul Casey. He's great. Dude, his whole attitude through this whole thing, like you could tell he was he was super pumped to be there. I mean, and he's a guy, he's he's in his forties, isn't he? Yeah. And so he's I mean, a guy. He's a veteran old Tiger Woods yeah, golfer. Exactly. From- and he's he he's super stoked to be there. Uh, you know, he was in the playoff for the the bronze. He really wanted to bring home everything. But dude, everybody needs to be more like Paul Casey. That guy's whole attitude is just phenomenal that so that that massive playoff was exactly what i was hoping would happen i was curious to see if like what they kind of do with that mm-hmm. um yeah that was interesting i hope we get something similar with the the ladies here this weekend or weekend weekend but yeah the the seven 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 uh player seven playoff golfers. hole for for bronze was incredible uh i felt terrible for hideki missing that putt to yeah. solidify the bronze actually um, i'm sure you know, 
in in the in a weird way, I'm sure he's glad that there wasn't fans there uh, for that one. You know, yeah. Like, you know, uh, speaking of Hideki, dude, he played great on Sunday. He missed putts by just millimeters. All like he had like four birdie putts in a row where he just barely missed. It. He put himself in great position. He just couldn't get the putts to drop. How about speaking of playing great on Sunday, uh, the career round from the native Slovakian Rory Sabatini. Oh my God! <laughs> so a ten that was a ten under, right? Yeah. So it was a ten under, and what's what cracks me up about that is I texted you guys about uh, Rory Sabatini because as soon as I turned it on, he completely blocked a shot off to the right, and I was like, "Dude, that was the only bad shot he that hit on on the, the final round." Shot. And then like, then he was just. Seeking hunting pins. Oh my god! Um, incredible, incredible round. Good for him. You know, he pulled the Olympic little do dosy do and finessed his way to get citizenship from another country and got himself in there. Uh, Is that what he did? Yeah, he's not Slovakian or Slovenian, whatever he was playing under. He's he's. I think he's from South Africa, isn't he? Another guy from South Africa. We sure. Um, and and. Uh, and then, yeah, I don't know how. Maybe he lived uh, somehow. He got citizenship. Well, your uh, one of your parents has. It says, uh, it says that, uh, yeah, he is South African. Yeah, bro. What <laughs> the? You so wear the hat, that, like, okay, <laughs> so I've been hearing this all week because believe it, me and me and my wife have been watching a ton of Olympics. So I guess if your parents are from one of these countries. Then you can play, yeah. In that, if you're not a like citizen. The, the girl that won the hundred meter uh, exactly. hurdles, her mom's Puerto Rican. She raced under Puerto Rican, exactly. Uh, or like the Qatar team is doing. If I don't know if you saw this, not to go totally sidetracked in Olympics, but they're just buying athletes and giving them citizenship. That's brilliant. that's how they won the triple jump because it's like, oh, Qatar got a. Tri <laughs> And so one of my clients is telling me about this, even more brilliant, they're doing it because they host the World Cup, they're doing it, and they're buying a bunch of old Brazilian and Spanish players. Oh, I love it. Xavi is now a Qatar citizen. Oh my God. The United States, get on that. <laughs> yeah, United States, get on that. Um, but, but back to golf. Uh, yeah, I thought it was very entertaining. Um, Xander, you know, I, I low key passed out and missed the final round. I caught it, the second portion of it on Sunday. Kudos to him. Xander. Kudos to him Xander. for uh, bringing it back in because he he definitely hit some poor shots. I think he got pretty lucky a couple of times because some of those tee shots were should have been way ob, and they they hit those trees and got some gracious the love. The one on 14 that he got out of there with a bogey is insane. In insane. Insane. That was, I was watching that and all I could think about was Masters on Sunday, you know, getting that double bogey on, what was it, 16 or whatever. Um, that's all I could think about. But I was really, I'm not, you know why he won, right? Because he said the golf course, he stopped saying the property. Okay, see, that's where I I don't I didn't like that move, but we'll but see. It gets you a gold medal. Listen, there's multiple. So, what golf course are you talking about? There's multiple courses on the property. Well, okay. <laughs> well, when you put it that way, no, no, fuck that. No, because there's only one property and there's multiple golf courses, so you say the name of the golf course. So okay, uh, maybe that's why he did it because there's only one golf course on the property. <laughs> no, nah. or there's or there's multiple he, courses on the property. Excuse me. There's only one explanation. He heard us talking about it. And uh, and decided to correct that shit, and he wins a gold medal. I, no, I, but in all seriousness, do do you do they win any money for a gold medal? Do you uh, get anything other than the medal itself? In the so for golf, I don't really think so. 
um, you know, you know, for like a track and field athlete, that's in their contract for you know Olympic performance and world championships, essentially, right? So you win thirty seven thousand five hundred dollars for a gold medal at the Olympics in golf. Uh, for all of them. Oh, okay, okay. But again, so it's more of the contract. It's more of the endorsements you're going to get after your gold medal, right. and then pendant who you're signed with. You know, if you're a sprinter and you're signed with Nike. You know, you better bet your ass you need to perform in the in the uh, Olympics and the world championships. Otherwise, those contracts aren't going to be coming. So, yeah, for these guys, it's complete. And that's what I think is the coolest part, right? You know there's nothing on the line. Thirty-four grand for Sander Shoffley, who makes, you know, 750 grand for a, a tie for third mm-hmm. is not shit. But right. uh, all these guys were out there, and they're all, you know, financially pretty well off for the most part. Now, you know, I don't know about... Mito Pereira and and some of these other guys out there, but you know they're they're playing for just pure honor and and mm-hmm. and, and their country. So it, it it was cool. It was very cool to see it get competitive and have so many golfers down there. Oh, and then what else did I put on here? Oh, it was the course. The course was awesome. Yeah, I was gonna it, ask you like, did, did you like that? It was like you know a, a score like not a score is paradise but it was gettable like it was it was yeah because what i have put on here is and obviously it got a little rain so it was yeah. soft but it wasn't there was that leaderboard was all different styles of play yeah it was not just like bombers I mean, two, taking advantage of it look at the two guys who meddled in it ct pan yeah. and uh sabatini those yeah. guys are those guys are like has not i mean has-beens, whatever, but they're but, past their prime yeah, guys. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, well, C.T. Pant's kind of young, isn't he? But he's, Is he? I don't know. He hasn't um, been on the tour for a while. Uh, but, like, even at the tie, it's tied for seven. So we got C.T. Pan, we've got Rory, we've got Morikawa, Hideki, mm-hmm. Case, Paul Casey, Carlos Ortiz. Like, so many different styles and swing types were successful out there. So I think they did a great job setting it up. Uh, I, I've seen kind of, I'm curious to see what changes they make for the ladies and just looking at the numbers, I, I think it's going to be a little bit tougher showing. CT Pan's 29 years old. I don't know uh, what I'm thinking. He just hasn't been around on the tour for a minute. Um, but yeah, dude, I, I totally agree that the guys that were in there, totally different styles of play. There was nobody that, um, there was no like, I guess like cookie cutter yeah. golfer that you could say, oh yeah, these types of guys are doing well. And I thought the course was gorgeous. Yeah. Looked so awesome. well maintained. Looked like, awesome. Oh man. Would love to see it with fans. I don't think that's going to be the case as we move into our discussion into next week uh, or to this week coming up for that course. I think yeah. there is a cookie cutter type. It's, yeah. Um, what other notes do I have? Uh, uh, I, I did want I did want to touch on a few things uh, regarding just attire. I mean, yes. So uh, I, all right, that was going to be my point. Go for it. Yeah, uh, Team Great Britain's um, outfits all week were were so good. I don't know why the the US they were kind of I feel like the US's uniforms were a little bland. They were still good. Um, I liked theirs. Uh, I, I liked uh, I liked Australia, like you had said. Um, but my question about Australia is how come there are green and yellow when their, their colors are red, white, and blue on their flag? I, I have that. no idea. I'm sure there's some ass backwards, uh, explanation to it. I think now that I think back on those uniforms, I think I just like Cameron Smith's look more than I with actually the, like the, the uniform yeah. itself. Uh, with the mullet, with the, the visor is a vibe. 
uh, it's, <laughs> it's quite a vibe. And that trashy mustache. <laughs> yeah, it's quite a vibe. So, um, oh, and then the Mexico uniforms. The Mexico unis I thought were fire. In specific, the hats that the boys were rocking looked fucking very plush. Um, did you watch the gold medal um, playoff there? The the bronze playoff, you mean? That's what I meant, the bronze. Uh, yes. I caught... No, I did not. Um, because then it cut cut off on the, the replay. They were just showing all the post-game stuff, so I did not see it. It was, it was intense. It came down to Morikawa and, uh, and C.T. Pan. And I, I was just pulling for the U.S. to get two medals on there. And what I thought was uh, pretty crazy is when you look at how the last hole went down for C.T. Pan to uh, to take the the bronze here, essentially Pan drove it in the rough, and then Morikawa found the fairway. If you, at that point, I was like, there's Betting no way. on who is going yeah. to win this thing? There's yeah. no way that Morikawa loses this. He's the best iron player in the world. And he found the bunker uh, out of the middle of the fairway, and Pan uh, found the green and made par. And Morikawa missed a par putt to, to tie him for to go another hole. Gossip it was, bitch. Oh, dude. <laughs> it, I mean, God, if there was live betting on that, that would have been insane. Oh, they killed it. I'm sure they would have killed it. Uh, I thought that was uh, insanely um, exciting to watch that. It took a it took a long time, but I think I heard Rory say he's never tried so hard to finish third in his life. Um, that's one way to look at it. There's essentially three winners. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, speaking of that comment, though, would you say, where would you place winning a gold medal? Do you think that it's better than a major? Do you think it's equal to a major? Or do you think it's sub subpar to a major? I think it is very fluid in whom that whom you're talking about. So I, I think if you're a USA golfer, I don't really think it's that big of a deal. Yeah. I mean, say, for example, if this dude from Chile won, Mito Pereira, mm -hmm. that's a real big deal. For sure. Um, just coming from a smaller country and not having that many people, right? Mm -hmm. So, but I think at the end of the day in your sport, you know, it, coming when with winning a major comes exemptions and sponsorships and so much more. Right. I don't, I mean, I think, I'm sure if, you know, some smaller guy won the, the gold, he would have, you know, some sponsorships and, right. and obviously get some stuff like that. But no, it's it's still a major. It's it's very cool. I think it's unfortunate where it's going to always fall in the schedule as yeah. far as Olympic golf, kind of after the season's you know done. I think, I think it's perfect. Yeah, after the majors are done, it's like almost like a fifth major. Yeah, um, but you know we'll see. I think this is helpful. I'm curious to see how many players go next next go around in Paris. Um, obviously, let's hope we're not in the midst of a second surge of a global pandemic and you know shit's back to normal but right. i think this was a good uh you know path or laying of the tracks for this to become a bigger event right, right. for right. if you know now if you're talking 15 20 years from now and we're looking back at it's you know xander's won rory's got a gold and yeah. all these big names are getting golds then it becomes a little bit more prestigious what about a silver and bronze yeah, like I said, I think if you're from a smaller country, 100%. Okay. Um, it's kind of funky in the golf world because, you know, you're getting... It doesn't get you any exemption on tour no, or anything like that. But I mean, but but 
golfers know, but I think golfers know that kind of, maybe it means more to a golfer because they know, hey, a top 20 gets me exempt for the next year on a tournament, right? Yeah. So they might not even be trying to, they might just be thinking, oh, top 20 for that tournament right. and, and so forth. So yeah, I, what about you? Um, it's a good, it's a good question. Like, I, I really don't know. Um, I mean, it's cool as hell to say you're an Olympian. You want I think a gold, gold medal, med- you know? I think gold medal. Yes. I think it, I think it would because, you know, you only get a chance every four years to, to be, to be that. Um, if it got you perks on the PGA tour, I think that it would, uh, be higher up and definitely be as equal to a major because mm-hmm. that's what, that's why majors are majors is because of those perks yeah. and, the, and the money that you win. Uh, but I do feel that after hearing the players' comments this last week, I think that it's gone up in prestige. As you know, yeah, I agree. In 2016, it was like, okay, this is this is this is something really cool. Yeah, you know, rah rah. Let, lest us forget the Zika virus was going on there. Yep. Um, and then this time, it, it feels that whatever experience these guys had in the Olympic village, they had a great time because everybody is super pumped about yeah. that entire experience. They kept talking about the experience about being there around. All and they couldn't stuff. even really do anything and they either. Could, yeah. Right. So yeah, I think the environment doing, and just the, they were doing stuff. We all, they were doing something over there. <laughs> we all know everybody was walking around with smiles on their faces. Like, come on. Um, but yeah, I think that if, if it was me, say that I was, you know, in a position like these guys, I would hold it just as high to win a gold medal, uh, a silver or a bronze, maybe not necessarily as much. Uh, I'm very proud that the United States has two medals now in the uh, two, Olympics two for Olympics. golf. Mm-hmm. So I think that's really cool. But yeah, I, I think that it's, I mean, if there was a fifth major, I mean, they could try to call the, the the players a fifth major or whatever. But if there was a true fifth major, I think that that would be it every four years. Um, do you think there should be a team event added to the Olympics? You know, so I do. I think it would be very cool. I just don't know how you would make it work. Uh, there's a distinct advantage for USA, Spain, you know, these kind of bigger countries. Mm-hmm. Um, We've actually kind of touched on this, haven't we? How do you, how do you make sure, like, you know, that the Philippines team is going to even stand a chance? Mm-hmm. And, and so, it, I, I would love to see it. Shit, I would love to see what they're doing with some of the what they did in swimming and some of the relays, and see like a mixed team event. That as was well. my next question. Um, was what, what do you what would your thoughts be on that because you would have both. you'd have them both there and you right. could kind of do it almost in between um that's a lot of golf but they're already playing weekly yeah you know, they can do I, I mean i think it would be cool as hell yeah um but again it's just kind of going to the powers that be i don't know how you go about that but i uh i just think it would be dope to see that you know four american teams men and women yeah yeah, and part of me, I would kind of like to maybe see if you could make it, if you could make it match play or somehow, yeah. right? Maybe even a qualifier, a match play like qualifier into right. a shorter kind of tournament or something like that. But I think, I don't know. Part of me, part of me says you don't even really need to change the format because I watched a ton of this this last one and I thought it was very entertaining. Yeah. So I'll see. Uh, we'll circle back to it as we wrap up how the women's coverage and how the the, the women's tournament went. Speaking of the women's, they're coming up. They're starting right now, and since they're on right now, we might as well cover, uh, you know, what we think is going to be the, the the outcome of this. What we think of the course, 
for them, it's playing differently. You got some numbers here. What do you think? All right, so they so they were breaking this down last night. The two the scores from 2016 were the exact same winning scores from the mm-hmm. men's and ladies tournament, and they changed up. They shortened the course up big time. Okay, uh, both were 16 under, I believe, and so this course is playing like 500 yards more than that course. And I was watching some interviews last night and um, I was watching just what the players were saying. And it's, it's definitely going to play longer, right? Mm -hmm. MB said she was two Oh five out on our very first, on the very first hole. So it's, it's longer. I don't think it's going to, I don't think we'll see as high as scores. I think they probably may. I mean, we'll see how they set it up here, right? If yeah. you, you can adjust and shorten some stuff up. It looked like there was a shitload of tee boxes there from watching it over the last weekend. But, you know, longer, uh, and then you got to assume that, not assume, but you know, they're hitting, you know, longer course means higher, higher irons into the, the, the green. So mm-hmm. less, less spin. And, you know, more, I don't think they'll be, they're not having as much rain this week either. Yeah. Which is going to make for even, you know, more firmness on the greens. Um, so I don't think you'll see the kind of, uh, shots right at the sticks like we saw. And to your point earlier, probably less disparity of type of golfer, right? You think that there's probably going to be a, a certain type of golfer. I, so my bets I, I put in, I missed my, uh, to metal bets, which pisses me off, but I put in some winners last night and yeah, all I bet was girls that can send it out there um who'd you put in lexi patty t and brooke henderson all at plus 1800 and i bet jess and then i bet gabby lopez and then i was gonna bet gabby lopez and bianca uh pagdigan oh, sorry metal. if i screwed that up uh to metal but it's already started there's patty t right there yep yeah. Um, but yeah, I think, it, you know, if you can send the ball out, um, and I think all the USA girls have a distinct advantage in that, mm-hmm. uh, it, this, this is going to make this a lot better. Obviously, Lexi, Patty, T, and Brooke, they all fucking crush the ball. And Jess. So It's going to be interesting to see because he's uh, like not having the, the rain delays like the guys had, like you said. Um, I'm interested to see what the final score is on this. It's Again, the course is still in... Great shape, despite the men playing on it for four days last week. Um, the lack of cut is one of the things that I, thought I that I really do enjoy. That they do the same thing for the WGC events a lot, mm-hmm. and you know people can come back from crazy amounts down. Who you got? Oh, Bianca's up there, number two already. Oh no. Uh, um, maybe you can better, you know, from. Not getting the odds, bro. I'm not getting uh, near the odds. Uh, She's a huge long shot. She's plus twenty five thousand to win it. So I don't know what her medal was, but um, do you? I mean, what do you want to do? Do you want to you want to touch on that some more? Do you want to move on to to some Ryder Cup? No, I mean we'll see how it plays out. I yeah. think this is going to be fun. Um, I'm excited to watch it. I'm I'm very excited to watch. So uh, we'll we'll see. Hopefully, I I uh, I'll. St- I think Lexi's going to win this thing. I, uh, that would be great if she I would she love won to it. see her. If I had to pick one person that I would want to win it, yeah. it would be her because of every every time they refer to her since the Women's US Open, it's been... Yeah, I want her just to get that past her. Yeah. You know? um, and she's like the ultimate American golfer. I mean, yeah, I know Nell, Nell's and Jess are up there and all that, and uh, but I just feel like she's been 
you know, the, the first woman that was really good in, in a while. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I feel like she's going to be in contention, or at least I hope she is. Yes. Um, all right. Well, let's move on to the Ryder Cup. Ryder Cup isn't for another two months. Mo- yeah, two months. And we're exactly, I think I saw 60 days away or something like that. Yeah. Uh, Whistling Straits, Wisconsin, iconic American golf course. Um, probably the best one in that region, I would say, um, other than some of the Ohio courses they have out there. But uh, Whistling Straits, I was looking at the standings earlier for the Ryder Cup, and I always have to re- remind myself how many people are, how many players are in it. There's, as you have here, there's six that make it regardless. There's six in the in the points for the U.S. There's and then there's six capt- captains picks, and that same, and then for the Euro. Is it top four in Euro points, top four in world points, and then four captain's picks? Is that how it works? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so where what countries are like the world points? So I that's set up, I believe, for Euro players that are playing over in on the PGA tour. Gotcha. Right? Because the the Euro it's the same for the Solheim Cup. Um, gotcha. There's like basically your European players tour, and then they just use the world rankings, assuming right that Paul Casey's isn't playing. He's got no Euro Tour points right now, but he's got all these points on the PGA Tour and, and, right. and is X in the world rankings. Right. Um, excellent. So I have some questions for you for this. So uh, for the Team USA, as the standings are right now. Here's who's in. We got Colin Morikawa, Dustin Johnson, Bryson DeChambeau, Brooks Kepka, JT, and Xander Shoffley, Olympic gold medalist uh, Xander Shoffley. So those six guys, do any of – my question to you is, who currently in those six do you think could not be there when it comes time to play the Ryder Cup? Um – do you think anybody A declines to play? I don't think anyone declines to play. B catches uh, COVID. No. Uh or B like just goes on a, a terrible downslide yes. to where they're gonna lose that many points. If anyone is kind of in it right now, it'd be Bryson, but I, I he's got so many points from yeah. racking up some wins, I just don't see it happening. And I'm looking at these points. I think this too. time I think it was great for him to not be at the Olympics. And, yeah. And uh just get out of the spotlight a little bit and stop putting his fucking foot in his mouth. Um, (laughs) I think, uh, yeah, I'm looking at, I'm looking at these points here and the only person who can really play himself out would be Xander. He's, you know, he's in sixth place and he's, he's 2000 points behind JT. It looks like that's right on his tail. Yeah. It looks like it's between Xander and Spieth for, um, that sixth place. So maybe that wasn't that, that greatest question, the, the greatest question in the world. Um, but if you're a stricker, who's your six picks? All right. I am taking Harris English because uh, it's a fucking American name. And yeah. the dude's got game. He's very consistent, too. Um, and he's played in a shitload of playoffs already this this uh, <laughs> this season. So I, I, I like his game. Uh, I'm going down to the... 23 spot i'm taking kevin kisner match play extraordinaire nice um i'm taking 
Let me see, man. You can go down the list there too. Uh, I, I I like getting Daniel Berger on the team. I'm going Patrick Reed, Captain America. I feel like I need him on my my Ryder Cup squad. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it was standings like this, you have to take Spieth. Yeah. I think Spieth will qualify automatically, but um, Spieth. Uh, and then I want to get some young blood in there, so I'm taking uh, Scotty Scheffler. And let me find me another young lad down here. I don't know if I want to go with Matt Wolf at nah, point, this point in time. All, he was out all Zalatoris year. Zalatoris hurt. Max Homa. That was one guy who intrigued me too. I don't. I don't have too many different picks. I mean, I think the one that I'm avoiding is Tony Finau. Yeah, I think he had his chance uh, already. Spieth, you got to take at seven. He's he's the seventh guy listed here in points. Reed, you got to take him. He's right there at eighth. I like the Harris English pick. You know, I, I'm looking at Patrick Cantley here, and Patrick Cantley is insanely talented. He's a really, really, really good golfer, but like, can't get pumped for him. Really. Yeah, you know what I mean. I, I'm I'm. Subtracting someone, I'm going Billy Ho on my list. I, oh. need, I need that fucking psychopath putting people in their place and I just like setting it. the tone for the whole week. I like it. it, it <laughs> I like it. You have, and you have Phil right here between Billy Ho and, and Max, Max Ho. So you have 17th, 16, 17, 18. Man, I don't know. Okay, here's what I'm going to do I'm going to go Jordan Spieth, Reed. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take Berger as well. I like the Scheffler pick. He's gonna be playing in the Ryder Cup many years to come. You gotta yeah. get him. You gotta get him some some exposure. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take Phil. I don't. Mind, I don't mind, mind that. I liked your Kisner. Your Kisner pick, but uh, I think I'm gonna go. I'm thinking I'm gonna go Harris English. He's just been playing mm-hmm. too good. So those are my six. Um, and so like kind of going into that what logic are you using with guys that you're picking i like having guys that can match play and putt um so kids kind of just the the one that definitely steps off there and then yeah. that that aren't quite as as rattled and like i said i the, those last two i wanted to get some some young bloods on there right that, uh, again i think are going to be playing in the Ryder cup for years to come i think it's important even if you only play a couple matches and right. you're not you know used a ton just being there and knowing what to expect. Totally agree. Again, we might eat my words with with Cantley. I just have a feeling that maybe he might have a moment. Uh, I think he's probably going to get selected. Um, yeah, I mean that's the same. That's the same logic I'm using. You got to be a good putter. It seems like if you're a match play guy, you're you got to be a good putter. That's why Patrick Reed, Jordan Spieth, they seem to do really well in these events. Mm-hmm. Uh, what? What European golfer are you fearing the most going into the Ryder Cup? I lost where I had my Team Europe. Uh... So, Team Europe right now, for the guys who are in, well, actually, it works a little bit that? different. So, Oh, here, here we go. Um, yeah, it does work a little different, but the guys that are automatically qualified, it you- would be... Well, it's the top four, and then essentially, right, we can look at these other guys here. Yeah. Uh, who I'm scared of most is uh, two guys on that list, John Rahm and Matt Fitzpatrick. Uh, Rahm's just a fierce competitor, so I'm literally scared of him um, yeah. on, <laughs> on the golf course. And then 
I, I love Fitzpatrick's game. And he's you've been he's, on him all year. He's sly, kind of like talks some shit. He's pretty funny if you follow him on Twitter and Instagram. Um, and he's another dude that can roll putts pretty goddamn well, especially when he's obviously when he's playing well. But but uh, I mean, on paper, it looks like we should crush this team, but we right. all know how this goes. Um, so yeah, these uh. Looking at the standings for the European team, you have John Rahm at 10,000 points, and then the next closest is Fleetwood at 5,400. Uh, top four listed here is Rahm, Fleetwood, Hatton, and Fitzpatrick. And then we have Rory right there at, at number five. All, everybody from two all the way down to six are 1,000 points, 1,400 points yeah. uh, separating them. But I'd have to say the guy that I'm looking forward to uh, watching, I hope he makes it, is Guido Migliazzi. Yeah. I hope, I hope to God he makes the team. Uh, it's interesting to see Victor Hovland so low. I don't know how these points so are calculated. So that's, I think this is based because of the their, the Euro qualifying stuff. So gotcha. I, I would, he would be up there way, way higher in the Rolex top 10 or in the Rolex list. Okay. But even him, not not scared, not really too scared of him. The guys that I would be afraid of are, uh, I'm going to have to say, Terrell Hatton. I think that guy, uh, he, he, he has a flair for the dramatic. I, I want to see Paul Casey do well. I mean, I'm a big Paul Casey guy now. The guy's got the best attitude in all of golf. You've, you've got to think that uh, Padraig's going to go down to the number 21 spot here with the captain's pick and a guy that we should all be scared of. That is the ultimate Team USA killer with Ian Poulter. I'm an Ian Poulter guy up until Ryder Cup. Yeah. Ryder Cup comes. I'm, I'm obviously you get gotta that, take get him. that fucking visor off. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you got you got you gotta go, Ian Poulter. Man, he's he's done it time and time and time he again. He lives for this. He's the ultimate kryptonite. <laughs> he really is. Um, I'm looking forward to that, dude. At an iconic course, it's gonna be tough. Um. I mean, where where was the last one? Was it in Paris? Yeah, and then before, uh, yeah, and then the Ryder, and then the Presidents Cup that was in uh, Royal Melbourne. Yeah, yeah. Paris, rather forgettable. It was. It was. Paris isn't really known for its iconic golf courses. No, uh, but just the drubbing would make that rather forgettable yes. as well. <laughs> yes. Um. All right. Well. Anything else on that? Uh, I mean, we got the no. It just kind of gives us kind of who to watch here and and uh, look forward to and, and, and I, right. It goes through FedEx Cup point or through the FedEx Cup, and then that's that's where we got captains picks after that. So yeah, we'll definitely be having a preview on on the Ryder Cup when we get closer to it. But I just thought it's it's a good kind of a time, point in time to take a step back and look where everybody stands because these guys are gonna be fighting for these positions, and who knows some of the guys that we had weren't even on our on our radar could you know shoot up to you know be considered or even selected on these teams um conversely we have the women the solheim cup and let's see we got that is that's even sooner that's that's the end of this month beginning of next month so and it's in toledo ohio ivernus club i have not heard of this of that course, I believe before. it's held this event prior. Okay. Um, and if you don't know what Solheim Cup is, it's essentially just the Ryder Cup for LPGA. Uh, I don't know, man. It, it seems like it, 
it seems like this uh, in the last year and a half, and maybe it's just this is my own personal story, but I feel like the ladies have really got some star power going on right now. So it's gonna be really fun to watch this. Yeah, it's gonna be must see. I feel like the even the women on TV right now for the Olympics. I think more people are tuning in to watch them than before. It's more of a uh, a must-see event than it, it used to be in years past. Maybe that's just me, but I just think there's so much star power out there these days that it's exciting to watch. Most definitely. I mean, our top six, right? Nelly, Danielle King, Ali Ewan, Austin Ertz, Lexi Thompson, Jess Corda. Um, Megan King right there, and obviously captain's picks. So... Yeah, we should have a pretty stacked team, uh, fun to watch. And then the Euro team's kind of the same in their qualifying. It's the European tour, and then they use the Rolex rankings. But who is on their team as of right now? It would be our girl, Emily Christine Peterson out of Denmark, kicking ass on the Euro tour. We got to see her in person uh, at the Women's U.S. Open. some gal from Finland, Santa Newtonen, don't know who she is. Sofia Popov, who won the um, Open Championship last yep. year. Yep. Carlota Singanda, Charlie Hole, Mel Reed, and then um, a plethora of captain's picks that they will go into as well. But should shape up to be a pretty goddamn entertaining uh, week of golf. That's wild. Uh, so the South Korean team is not included on it do they have like a president's cup they don't have a president's cup okay well that's good for the the u.s team it would be sweet i mean that's they they gotta do it you like you know president's cup just usa versus asia or something north america versus asia yeah bring us gabby lopez and and uh and brookie in there i think that would be but that would be just insanely entertaining it would Um, insanely entertaining yeah i feel like south korea is getting snubbed by not having their their event because they're they're so talented their roster is insane, and I think they should be represented in one of these type of uh, events for sure. Um, yeah, I think I think it's gonna be exciting to watch. We're watching on the Olympics right now. Lexi Thompson's three over, uh, so yeah. hopefully she turns around. Wait, is she gonna be on the uh, Solheim Cup? Team? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Okay, but yeah, so hopefully she turns around by then. Dude, she hit this girl hits the ball so far. If you if you don't know who uh, Bianca Pagnagan is, check her out. She's a super young Filipino player. She just rips drives. Um, one of the longer hitters out there. And then I, I would expect to see her Filipino teammate do pretty well as well. Someone that won the U.S. Open for the uh, ladies this year, Yuka Sasso. Damn, Lexi. I can't believe she's three over already. Is this for? Hopefully, this one's for. She made an ace out there yesterday too. Nasa. Well, we got okay. So this leaderboard right now, we got MB Park at three under. We got Bianca Pag Pagdagonic. Bianca MB, P. MB just she honey dicked me saying she was two hundred and five yards out on one yesterday after a second shot. But N- Nels is only three shots back, or uh, she's t- she's two under. And then what was that for? Did it say what that was for? Lexi just missed the, a very the look, short putt. <laughs> the, the look of that fit. That looked like it was, it was for a, par. A par putt missed. I do like her puma. So the, the, the red, white, and blue pumas. She's got, she's got the back of her hair dyed red. Um, Bummer. Well, there's no cut. So plenty yep. of time turning around. Very true. Uh, any golf for you this week? I know you mentioned you're taking some time off. I might get out to the uh, range here this weekend actually take some full swings but no nice. no no plan plans what about yourself 
Um, I am going to be playing in Tahoe next Wednesday. Um, this weekend, I don't have any plans for golf. I'd love to go to the driving range. Um, but when you're not driving, you can't go to the driving range. And then, um, uh, yeah, we'll be playing. It's Incline Villages Championship Course up in Tahoe. So really pumped about that. But other than that, uh, no golf. Um, next week, we'll recap the, the women's results of the Olympics. Uh, and maybe we'll dive into another couple of course reviews from, hey. uh, from playing around here in the Bay Area in Northern California. Cool. Um, until then, see you next week. That does it for this episode of the Sandy Pars Podcast. We want to thank you all for joining us. And if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or anywhere you get your podcast content. Join us next week as we recap the women's Olympic results and discuss year-end goals for our own golf games. Lastly, be sure to follow us on Instagram at Sandy Pars Golf and visit our website, sandypars.com, for our full library of podcasts and additional golf content like course reviews, reading guides, and more. Special thanks to our producer, Ryan Teeson, and until next time, hit him straight.